Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Are you used to $5 gas? Are you used to $12 eggs? Are you used to having a Democrat in charge? It's amazing what you can get used to. Get used to virtually anything. And this in there lies the problem. What I'm never going to get used to is excuses. Excuses and nonsense, distractions and deception. Boy, that's the, that, that pretty much sums up government. This is exactly what we're facing. I couldn't help but notice uh, as I'm getting ready for the show right here in not Studio Xanaduce, Studio Chicago, Chirac. In Studio Chirac, Lori Lightfoot's on. And she's got her her uh, her detective wear from 1935 on. And she's got the big, big rainbow button. Because what what is this? Is This is a month that we celebrate. Is it Pride Month? Pride Month. You know, this kind of is a telling sign of a society. When it celebrates who you have sex with. Every animal... Even animals without pockets or thumbs have sex, yet we're proud of this. Do they have a heterosexual pride month? I mean, it's getting to be where I'm the outlier. I like the opposite sex. Very rare nowadays, especially in these Democrat hubs. See, um, all of the people in my life, relatives who I love, who happen to be homosexual, I don't remember them demanding celebration of that. But here we are. But back then, there was a difference. Back then, it was a representative republic. Back then, store owners, business people, citizens in general, wouldn't tolerate an absolute and total buffoon like Joe Biden. Why not? All right, you come in here and fix it. We're going to get that all fixed up. I'm sorry, we had a little technical difficulty. Joe Biden has asked a question, and here is his stammering. Look, there's a lot to do. We're in a situation where, you know, because of a war in, uh, in Ukraine, gas prices and food prices are extremely high. Uh, for example, we got millions of tons of wheat that is not able to get out and get to market, causing everything from a loaf of bread to cost so much money to food shortages all across the world. By the way, when it comes to the war in Ukraine, uh, it's just admitted by um, the head of the NSA. What's the NSA? Oh, well, they're gods. The NSA is occupied by lords and gods on Earth. The NSA um, has admitted to engaging in offensive cyber attacks against Russia. I wonder how long that's been going on. This war came in at a really opportune time for the Democrat mafia, didn't it? And now they get to blame it for its failures. And there's enough stupid people in America. We call them Democrats and a large part of Republicans, that'll believe this rather than realize 
the architect of this destruction, is the old man in diapers and his moron cabinet. Do you realize they're there because of who they sleep with, like gay pride? They're there because of their genitalia. They're certainly not there for any intelligence. Who knew Gina Romando? Did you ever hear of her? She's a dimwit, but she has a very powerful position. And do you know why? She has a vajayjay. Is there one specific category where you think that's where you can really make a difference? You know, it's, it's, um, I wish. I wish. You know, if, and if there were, that's what we would do. She wishes. Well, she's the head of a department in charge of the economy. She wishes. If only there was something I could do. You could. You could call all the people that worked for Trump and hire them back and uh, remove yourselves from office. And so we're trying to work through, you know, a war. We're trying to work through how we can get that harbor open. And uh, get get. That's the part I wanted to talk about. Did you hear what he said about the harbor? He's talking about the harbor in Ukraine that was littered by we think Ukrainians, but something tells me they had advisors from America that told them to put the mines in there from the Cold War era and then chain them and don't worry about the storm that's coming that has littered the coast and now you can't get to the wheat, you idiots. Uh, the you know tens of thousands of tons of grain that are there. The same with gasoline. You have the, 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 the issue that's occurring now is you have Europe deciding that they're going to further curtail the purchase of, of, of Russian oil. Brilliant. Isn't he brilliant? I have an idea. Let's put this dimwit who shouldn't be operating motor vehicles or qualified to be a greeter at Walmart. Let's put him in charge of the free country. Let's see how it turns out. Anybody want to guess how it's going to turn out? But it wasn't just the president who got it wrong a year or so ago. I want to play for you what you said about inflation last year. Listen to this. Oh, this is fat John Denver, had he lived. Transgendering John Denver, Captain Kangaroo. All of these names are sufficient. If you want to call her the mature, old, transgendering uh, uh, guy on the paint can, Dutch boy, I'm fine with that, too. Is there a risk of inflation? Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's manageable. Now, see, $12 a dozen eggs, that's inconvenience for a rich man. For a mother, for a hardworking father, for a family, that's devastating. It's devastating. I was looking around on the way to the studio, and all of the people that are now forced to pay all of the increase in gas, why is the government not helping? Here's a reason. The taxes you pay on those products are percentages of the product cost. The government's making more money. Just like the restricted monopolies of the cartel in oil and natural gas and all of their friends, they're making more money on your going broke. They're not interested in the ordinary man. They're interested in the illusion of looking busy. And when it comes time and you get caught with all of your stupidity and all of your corruptions, just stick somebody out there who is of a preferred race, has a preferred genitalia, and by the way, she likes the same sex. No one will ask questions. Uh, I, so as you know, uh, the president deals with issues on a regular basis, and that, that boils up to, to him. Um, and it, it's just, an, it, there's no specific person that I can call out uh, to you. <laughs> this is brilliant. But it's the regular way that we, uh, we move forward through the regular. Why didn't Biden know about the baby formula? For the same reason he didn't know about spending money and inflation. For the same reason he had no idea that when you give a cartel rule over people's energy, prices go up. Because after all, he's been nothing but a political whore for 50 years. Joe Biden never bought a damn thing in his life. And when it comes to guns tonight, I guess we're going to carry it here, right? They're going to let me talk over his 
dimwitted ass. Uh, as we carry over uh, uh, here, he doesn't know anything about guns. He's had the Secret Service for the vast majority of his life. He's nothing but a political whore who puts lipstick on pigs. And that's what he's trying to do. He doesn't have any answers. He's never done anything. And there's a whole lot of consideration going on about what can be done to maybe even purchase the oil, but at a limited price. So that it has- how, how do you do that? How do you purchase the oil, but at a limited price? And if anybody wants to reflect back to when oil went real, real cheap, it's because we, the Americans, we had decided, you know what? It is abiotic. Democrats have been wrong forever. Let's just open the floodgates and pour that stuff out. And it'll be like a tax cut to the people. It'll be the best thing in the world for the people. In fact, the economy will thrive. America will thrive. It'll be like it used to be. Make America great again. Instead, we have these idiots. Make America weak forever. Figure out that acronym. Make America weak forever. MOF. They've got MOF. We have MAGA. Now let's talk. For some reason, MOF fits Joe Biden's face. It's almost the perfect description of this old rat. has to be sold. There would be an overwhelming need for the, for the Russians to sell it. And it would be sold at a significantly lower price than the market is generating now. So he's going to get the Saudis to sell it at a significantly lower price than it'll be sold now. Because what he's going to do is sell out the country yet again. After all, they owe him. Because of Joe Biden and the Democrats, a company that couldn't have gone public under Trump. It's called Aramico. Did you ever hear of it? Well, you should know it. It's the most valuable company on the planet. Owned by inbred Saudis, who not only killed an American journalist, they've done all kinds of atrocities. In fact, weren't a lot of those guys on September 11th, weren't they Saudis? Oh, they were. Boy, that worked out good for them, didn't it? Worked out good for the Democrats. It worked out good for all governments. Yeah. There's a lot going on uh, right now, but the idea we're going to... The idea that you put this idiot in charge is why I will never associate with a Democrat. I will not even let him in the, in the building, in the, on the floor where this show is while I'm doing the show. Get out! Because they ruin everything they touch. And they have the audacity and the arrogance to double down on stupid and then tell you how good it is for you. And when it comes time for excuses, just put a woman up there. And if you have one who likes other women and is of a minority race, that's what I'm looking for. How long do you expect before Americans will see some relief in prices? So it's true. This is the biggest issue that we face now. The economy is so strong. Labor market is good. They're still doubling down. This is like watching a press conference from that hired actor, the one they pretend is, is the head of the police department in Chicago. Commander Brown. What's his official title? Doesn't matter. He's in a costume. He's an actor. He's the one who told you after a weekend where 50 people got shot. 50 people got shot. Carjacking. They're doing great. There's massive improvements. This is only something a Democrat would buy. After all, a Democrat would put a nitwit in charge of the Energy Department who's not only invested in alternatives, corrupted by that very system, but guarantees that the rescue... It's going to take just until you go broke. We're going to do this. We're going to get to this clean energy economy. One hydroelectric project, one solar panel, one wind turbine, one geothermal project, one advanced nuclear reactor, one electric vehicle, one battery at a time. We would have been better off letting the scumbags from Enron run the whole country. We'd have been better off. With those frauds, the same kind of corrupt bastards that liked a market that was occupied, controlled with political nitwits who were self-enriching themselves like Jennifer Granholm. Because all of her so-called alternatives 
They don't work, number one. Number two, they wouldn't exist if they weren't already paid for. It's like those for-profit colleges. You heard that now we're going to give $6 billion. Do you remember when Barack Obama's friends bought Phoenix College? After the government came in and regulated it till the price dropped. Then they, they were bringing him to court. All of a sudden they said, that's it, we're out of business. And he said, no, no, no. My friends that I play basketball with shirts and skins will buy it. They bought it. And all of a sudden the regulations went poof. Stock went up. Government started funding ridiculous funding into these for-profit colleges, knowing that it was a fraud. And when all else fails, let your friends go bankrupt. They can take the money and run. And the rest of the suckers who never went to college will bail it out. This is what happens when you put crooks, crooks, wannabe mafia members who've never had a job except have figured out how to keep you distracted with all kinds of failures that they perpetrated. And what's going to happen? The idiots in Illinois, in New York, in New Jersey, and California, they'll vote for them again. Because now they don't care that eggs cost $12. They just want the government to pay. That's the beauty in the scam. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. All right, let's get a pool together here in the studio. What's the longest Joe Biden talks tonight? You have to wonder now if he's going to, because they're going to shoot him up with all kinds of B12 Viagra, some Starbucks caffeine beans. They're just going to shoot it right in his veins. And uh, he could go long, or he could get ready for his nappy nap. And he could also wet himself. So there's a multitude of reasons why it's going to be short, but it could be long. Put me, give me $20 on eight minutes. All right, you come up with a nice number there, squirrel. See what Honey Buddy wants to do. Danny, Northside. Sean, I got the, uh, actually, I'm going to combine two things, your acronym for the Democrats and also a little transgendering. I feel like Glinda the Good Witch, you've had it, the Good Witch, rather, you've had it all along. Make America fail in anything. I love it, Danny, and that's why I'm, I'm going to tell you something. It's absolutely brilliant. What he's talking about is mafia. MAGA versus Mafia. I like yours better than mine, and I rarely say that. Thank you very much. That's it. Danny. I'm going to hang up a champ. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. <laughs> leave, leave on a high note. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You know, I would love to see Heterosexual Month, White History Month, I mean, even Asian Month, because Asians are smart. Let's get real here. Where's that? And as far as transgenders go, don't tell me how to think. I'll make up my own mind, and I'll have my own opinion. I mean, I'll come to a conclusion. Most people transgender, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody can tell what you are unless they flip you over. It's like like a cat. How the hell do you tell what difference it is? (laughs) But here's here's what I want to – I mean this about society. Think about what you have people celebrating. Hey, I have sex. Look at me. I have sex. I wish they would have done this in the 80s. I was quite the legend before I met the lovely Mrs. Me. Thank you very much, (laughs) Teresa. I appreciate it. We're uh, every animal right now in the forest, right now in the forest preserve, you know, the one where most of the Illinois Republicans are confusing the animals. They're having sex. I don't know if some of them are homosexual. I don't know. I do know one thing. Like the Pritzkers, they cannot look at each other's face during having sex. Did you know that? Much like Mr. and Mrs. Pritzker, never been able to look in the face. I've done the math. Impossible. Physically, they can't look in each other's face. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks much for taking my call. Anytime. Listen, buddy. the comment, the comment I wanted to make, it's um, m- most of the people that listen to listen to you and uh, your radio station and that they know what I'm about to tell you. But for the sake of those <laughs> who ha- who don't know, now we don't let Democrats listen here, brother. Don't worry about it. Just no, us. no, no, but no. Go ahead. 
when you're talking about like uh, now, now they're uh, going to really concentrate on our energy system and everything like that. I mean, well, here's the deal. They've already destroyed our system of justice. They've, uh, they've destroyed our economy. They've destroyed our voting integrity. They've vote. They've d- destroyed our military readiness, our border security. They're in the business to destroy everything, our country and every possible facet. Now they're going to concentrate, I guess, on the, uh, you know, on our energy and everything like that. But they, they destroy everything, and they're doing it systematically. They want to do it. I'm going to help they you. They don't want anything to be My show is going to help you, and I'm going to tell you why. Over these last few years, I have really thrown myself into the eco-Nazism of the agenda of the mafia in green energy. They're lying about the entire thing. I have a guest coming up at 5.05. You are not going to want to miss this guy. His name is Gregory Wrightstone. His book is Inconvenient Facts. Much like all of the swindles, because this is really a Ponzi scheme that would make those guys from Enron that I mentioned earlier in the show blush. Enron was a terrible company. What they did was completely illegal. They did it with the help of the Bush family. And what they did is completely swindle and lie, cheat and steal. That is what our government's been doing to us. Every format they have, every policy they have, none of it works. None of it is about helping the citizen. It is about using the revenue generated from their fraud as an excuse to constantly keep the people in feudalism by borrowing from the future. And these are just lipstick salesmen. Listen to this. Here. Can we ask you to go back on the issue of who briefed the president on baby formula? To say there is no specific person is not a satisfactory answer. When you have senior uh, assistance to the president, there's a about briefings to the president. There's a domestic policy council. There's a chief of staff. At some point, we need to know who would have been the most likely person to talk to him. I think what, what I'm trying to say, there are so many issues that come up uh, that is presented to the president. As you know, you've covered. You've there's co- nobody. Nobody's responsible for these failures. Ultimately, this price hike that we are seeing globally will likely remain high and so we 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 want to make sure that at the same time as we are calling upon an increase in supply that we are also accelerating our future to clean energy solutions and then own the company and then make sure the people who do own the company that are the other half donate to your party to keep the power struggle and then lie to the people that's what i this is the reveal of the American gangster government. This is it. And now don't you feel better? Instead of some dreary old white guy that ran and ran. These are women. These are women of different races. And they also like each other in bed. Don't you feel better being manipulated by these swindlers who happen to be celebrating the fact that they have sex with each other? 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. On a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child is born in the ghetto. One of my favorite songs ever. You know, I'm I'm old. I remember when this was a new song. Right? 1969. I think it came out in 69. I was a kid. My mother and father used to listen to this all the time. Thank you, baby. Um, The problem I have isn't the fact that we've been dealing with these issues since Elvis could fit into a leather jumpsuit. But the fact that we just keep sticking the knife in the plug and believing these nonsense, this nonsense. Jennifer Granholm should not have this position. Gina Romando should not have this position. Pete Buttigieg should not have that position. This is the problem with government. 
They're not interested in doing the job efficiently. They're interested in steering the profits in deception. The idea that the government doesn't like high energy costs, they love it. Think about the layers of taxation from your municipality to the county to the state, layer on top of layer on top of layer. So much so that the fat slob, J.B. Pritzker, wants to celebrate not adding an additional two cents after doubling it. After doubling it. Back when it was real cheap, though, gas was real cheap then. You know, that was when the big guy was in the office and you were paying a dollar eighty nine. You'd ah, this is just this is just always going to be the case. And then a bunch of morons told you, "Go ahead, put a Democrat in," and now you're stuck on the Ferris wheel of deception. According to our, um, the Department of Energy has an Energy Information Administration, which does, which is an objective uh, entity that does analysis projecting the prices of gasoline. They say that things might stable out, stabilize by the end of this year, but that the price of gas is likely to remain above $4 a gallon. The only thing worse our... than the layers of, of, of taxation is the bureaucracies inside bureaucracies inside bureaucracies. How many of you knew this was going on? How many morons sit around at a desk and pretend to do something? And when's the last time these stupid morons were right about anything? Have you not been predicting? Oh, wise ones. What's the name of this phony baloney organization? According to our um, I gotta the write Department it down. of Energy has an Energy Information Administration. Which Energy does, Information which Administration. Did you know about that? The Energy Information Administration. Are they the same geniuses that predicted we'd have 300,000 jobs added instead of the 125 they got? Which is less than half for the moron Democrats out there. Not good. But the good news is Section 8 housing is going to go up. And the good news for you, too, is if you own any interest in these phony baloney companies or want to work for one, you know, the way you wait and lie in wait and you pretend that these developments, the developers who throw $5,000 a plate dinners for Lori Lightfoot are on the up and up, odds are you're going to make a fortune in the upcoming Biden administration failure. While the rest of us drown in the quicksand of Biden corruption, you're going to do just fine if you're on the inside of this scam. We're going to do this. We're going to get to this clean energy economy. One hydroelectric project, one solar panel, one wind turbine, one geothermal project, one. All riddled in scams. Every single one of them. Here's the thing. Solar doesn't work. You, when you, they pretend you could sell the energy back to the company. They pay you a minuscule fraction that never amounts to anything. And in the meantime, you're strapped with $60,000, also known as 60 dimes in my neighborhood, on, on a loan that you didn't even anticipate. Oh, the government will put it on for free. Here should be the slogan. Put it on your house, I dare you. Put it on your house, I dare you. Because that's a house that anybody who wants to buy it will avoid. That's the dirty little secret in real estate. Solar is a fraud, a scam, just like wind. Oh, yes, it's true. And the devastation to the earth you make while making the fiberglass and all the little mechanisms inside is a thousand times worse than just pulling out what the earth produces naturally. Abiotic energy, natural gas and oil. Make friends with it. Don't hate it. Love it. Because it's what you've been living on and thriving on for the last hundred years. It's the reason your kids are spoiled and you think there's magic money trees. Instead, you're going to let these Democrats destroy it all. Matt, South Bend. Hi, Matt. Hey, Sean. I uh, just want to say, you know, that uh, old McBiden had a farm, and it's the EIEIO administration <laughs> for information on getting you some oil there. 
so you can put it in your mule because that's what you're going to be driving coming another four years of this. So. I mean, it's like listening to it's like listening to third world dictatorships. It truly is, and the nonsense that they spew, and the fact that they cannot really act to succeed. And the problem I have is this has been. There's always been swindlers and con artists. Society would never have tolerated this. I don't know how old you are, but back in the 60s, this nonsense would not have been tolerated. But back then, people got these positions because they had some sort of expertise, not because they liked the same sex at night, not because of their certain genitalia. Things were different, and performances had to be done. Jobs had to have a meaning, and you had to succeed. That is off the table now. And you're wallowing in the mediocrity of the Marxist mafia. Thank you, Matt. Good luck in the new utopia. It's going to be expensive because if Joe Biden and the Democrats and those Democrat areas like Illinois, like New York, if they prove anything, it's that to live in a society controlled by the mafia is very expensive. And it gets more expensive. And your individual wealth, if you're not in the mafia, gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But if you are in the mafia... And you do have one of these phony baloney pensions, you're going to do great. And that's why a lot of the, what is it, the FOP now is supporting Richard Irving. These are law enforcement officers. Now, see, I, I don't view them as, uh, as angels. See, because I realize anybody in the government, all these positions are occupied by people. And like everything else, the 80 20 rule. I used to think it was a third, a third, a third. Now nah, I'm wrong. It's 80 20. Only 20% of the people are good. The other 80. Maybe mediocre at most, and then you've got a big portion of them that are downright rot. Rats. Rats and frauds. And those are the ones that would support a crook because they know their pension is what's more important than your quality of life. And in there lies the problem. So when people say, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen in Illinois? You're going to keep the scam going because you like it. You can't admit that there isn't one. And when push comes to shove, you know what the deal is. Just get some... Some same-sex minority who happens to have a JJ to explain it all away. The sales were going down and shortages were appearing in late April. And that's when uh, the... Well, he said in late April, right? Yeah, just rewrite it all. Don't worry. What excuse do you want to buy? 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Nice. take your calls but i want you to hear a kind of a swindler jared bernstein is do you ever hear of him he's an old political whore who pretends to be an economist he's been wrong all of his life but he's been attached by the lips to the ass of joe biden and other prominent democrats we did have the treasury treasury secretary janet yellen say in effect uh, that she got it wrong in terms of how serious and how quickly inflation would become a problem You spoke to my colleague Poppy last year, and I just want to play what you said at the time and get your reaction. Have a listen. The risk of uh, overheating in terms of price pressures is considerably smaller than the risks of doing too little to finally put this crisis behind us. Do Do you look back now and say, listen, no one has a crystal ball, but do you look back now and say, you know what, we juiced the economy too much and we underestimated the risk of overheating the economy and overheating prices? You know, look, (laughs) it's easy to look back on what you said a year ago and, you know, find flaws, and and I I could probably do that. I actually thought what I said is something I would continue to stick with. And here, This This is the beauty of it. Not only did he laugh, 
unwilling to admit he's wrong. And do you know why? They don't pay for anything. They're, they don't live the way you live, work and earn a check and then buy things. They buy things regardless of their check. Their check just goes into some other fund, and mostly it goes into alternative energy and different inflationary hedges. They're making money on their failure. I wouldn't say anything wrong. No, I was just as stupid then as I am now. Casey Woodstock. Hey, yeah. Um, so I had a question about the solar panels compared to like uh, being in a town in a subdivision or like being on a farm and like the outskirts of town. Solar uh, has its like place. Solar, solar has its place, like what you're yeah. talking about, the little panels, or if your lights are solar, or that kind of thing. Yeah, well, my, I have uh, I got big solar panels. I put on the, my barn roof to help be, help uh, you know bring the cost of electricity down because you know I'd rather pay Sunrun uh, rather than you know ComEd and ComEd with the prices that they like to jack up randomly. So a Tesla, uh, a a Tesla solar, now you got to remember, I live in Florida most of the time, right? But I haven't always. I'm from yeah. Illinois. So Illinois doesn't have any sun. Yeah. And the idea that they sell it to people in Illinois really shows a scandal. But Tesla is the highest tech out there, solar. Tesla, to put on your house and the full thing with the generator in your garage and everything, will cost you between sixty five dollars and $90,000. What you save on your bill, what they say you save, is about 60% to 80%, depending on how much you run your energy and the rest of it. But when you do the yeah, math and when you fund it out, house. it'll take you 100 years to make that yeah. sixty or to 90000 So does yours mathematically work out for you? Uh, currently, it's uh, uh, way cheaper than I would be paying uh, ComEd. But what did you but pay did, for the system? I, uh, I got a 20-year contract, which I know is big boo-boo on me, but... Uh, I pay one eighty two a month, and I pay ComEd like fifteen dollars for uh, service fee. So you're paying two hundred and five dollars total. What did you pay prior to putting the solar on? Uh, at the peak of it, probably in the couple months ago when it was winter, it was like three hundred twenty dollars. Now, what do you know? What month. the interest is on your loan? Uh, no, it's just a flat rate of one hundred eighty two dollars. I pay a month. For twenty years, pay for the panels. The panels, yeah. Ah, brother, I'd like. I wish you could look at that contract because I got a sneaky suspicion. You know, I'm a contract guy. I'm in the real estate business. I have a sneaky suspicion you may be paying interest only for for a large percentage of that twenty years, and at the end may get a balloon. And the reason I say that in the real estate business, that's the kind of sneaky things they put in the contract. Which is why in the real estate business, you're not the only. You're not the only person who's told me that uh, I. The okay, so you got to call me. Again, you got to call me before you make these moves. We pick it apart, we dissect it, and then ultimately we go page by page in the contract. Because I wish to God you would have done that, and I want if I can help you, I will. Yeah. But the reality is, something tells me you got a big bill on top of twenty years of one hundred eighty-two dollars a month. Can you imagine if they wrote in there it's only half interest? Can you imagine if at the end of it you still owe big money? Think about twenty years, how long it's going to take you to get your money back, brother. Yeah. That's why you call Sean. That's yeah. going to be our new thing. Thank you, Casey. I wish you the best of luck. This is, this is the first time I've called you, too. You could always sell it to a Democrat. The good news is in Woodstock and in Illinois in general, you got a lot of moron Democrats. So you could get lucky and put that hot potato off to a moron Democrat. Thank you very much, Casey. Those are the only ones who deserve being caught in that swindle. Not a good kid. Not good people. But they have you believing that if you put on this scam on your house, oh, you're a good person. 
rather than have you know that what they're afraid of, the oil and the natural gas, not only is it the best thing in the world for the environment, the earth produces it, which is why they don't have a monopoly on it. But they need regulation. They need fascism to make you feel like there's a law against it and you're a bad person. God forbid if they, if they let you realize you don't need them for jack. And what they are are speed bumps in life, speed bumps to prosperity. And what their goal is is to make money off desperate people. We call it a government. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... Every time I uh, have a wonderful tease for a guest, we have a problem connecting. We, uh, Gregory Wrightstone, we have a problem with his phone. We're efforting to get him back. In the meantime, I have two callers on the line. We're going to go to them first. Well, Honey Money dials frantically. Steve in Algonquin. Hey, Sean. How you doing, man? Good, Love buddy. the show. Thank you. I listen to you every day. Thank you very much. Uh, just wondering, man, up here in Illinois, you know, they are uh, reporting daily COVID cases again. I believe to scare the hell out of people again. Are they doing that down there in Florida, too, or is that only something up here? The answer is no. It's only something up here because here it's a weapon. Down there, they work to combat it. So we had the monoclonal antibodies. Don't forget, Florida has the oldest um, population statewide than any other state. Yep. And when you funge out the deaths per 100,000, we did far better than Illinois, far better than New York. But here's another inconvenient fact that they don't want you to know. That right now, today, in America, you have 102,847 cases of COVID. You know what you had a year ago? Okay. No, what? You remember a year ago, right? They, 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 the kids weren't going to go back to school. It was all terrible. It's the end of the world. 17,176. So in an America today... Man where they have everything from a pill. Pfizer has the pill. They have their vaccine. They have their boosters. You've got yep. five times, ten to, nearly yeah. ten times. Really, you got eight times the amount of people infected with all their phony baloney schemes. Do you know why? Yeah, it's crazy. Because the head of Pfizer, Albert Borla, let out the truth. Uh, and we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. After they mandated, they changed the trajectory of the nation. They caused tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people, anxiety, discomfort. We don't know how many job losses. And now they admit to you, we don't know. But here's the good news. You're still going to have to do it. So we're going to double down on stupid, and you're still going to have to do it, Steve. They don't know what they're doing, which is why we could talk about virtually any case. No matter if it's the economy, no matter if it's the eco-Nazism, the chicken little, the sky is falling, no matter if it's foreign policy. They don't know what the hell they're doing, brother. But it's here's what I will tell you. I'm I'm back in Chicago, and I, I've been here for a terrible amount of time, and I'm going to stay throughout the weekend. And it sucks, even when the weather is nice, compared to being in a state that fights for your rights as a citizen. Do you know there's gotta no... Go you got to move, brother. i got to go downtown at the end of the month, and I'm not looking forward to it. Well, you carry, brother. You carry or drive a Kevlar car, oh, one yeah. or the other. Thank you, Steve. In fact, there was just a shooting on the north side. Right? A Chicago cop and a dog. Northwest side, excuse me. Chicago cop 
probably somebody who didn't support Richard Irving, unlike his his leadership in the union there. And uh, his dog shot again. And that's not on the news. But the shooting that they're calling in the in the cemetery in Racine it looks to be gang related. That'll be used as a as a as an argument to take the gun away. When the reality is, if you're like my guy going to Chicago in the city, or if you're a, going for a walk with your dog, you better have one. And this is something they don't want you to realize. Trish in Lake Geneva. Hi, um, I'm calling about uh, the food, the uh, distribution plants, and recently in Canada, the train car with all of the potash or fertilizer accidentally derailing. Um, I'm also at Aldi right now because I've been on the phone a long time. Sorry, Trish. and their eggs. Their eggs, that's okay. Their eggs used to be 88 cents. They're two forty. Um, the, this is where poor, where the, poor people shop. <laughs> the Food and Drug Administration tells you by the end of the year, Just I've got the article right here. It's uh, get ready for $1 a piece eggs. Yeah. And you got to understand, Aldi, right? Like you said, this is that's a place that's like the, you know, they buy on bulk, they sell virtually anything. You know, if you're one of these people like me, I like to eat organic. I like cage-free. I treat my body right. What is it going to cost to do that? And this is what well, happens. You can, do that. you can do that here at Aldi, and that's why I shop here. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, lots of organic. Tons. I had no idea. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, go Although, there. For all I know, my wife shops there, and I don't know it. I don't get involved with the, with the minutiae of that stuff. I just say, I'd like some eggs. I go in the refrigerator, and it says <laughs> cage-free on the case. I don't even ask what they But th- this, is, this is what happens, Trish. And you know why I... I uh, it bothers me. I lived my whole life watching my mother literally count pennies, literally count pennies, and that's why I said to myself, "Okay, I'm going to figure out." There was a rich guy in my neighborhood, and I'm going to embarrass him now, who because he was a friend of my family. His name is Jimmy Ariola, and he came from nothing, and he built himself up, and he built a construction company. And I used to be so enamored with this guy. He dressed sharp, and I said, "What does this guy? What does he do?" And my uncle said, "He works like a dog." And he did. And he built up this company and he made a lot of money. And I would go to school and I would go to work after. And I would think, God, I want to be like this guy. I admired the hell out of him. And I just figured that's what you have to do. It's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. And it's only through doing that you realize how government is not only your friend, it's your adversary if you want to be a high earner. And it's it's a game that a lot of kids buy today. But go ahead. What were you going to say? I will. So anyway, the... The whole food shortage thing, they're, they're killing food. I mean, an egg factory in Wisconsin, I mean, in Minnesota, crashed. Yeah. Highest distribution center, um, the barn burned accidentally. A plane went, these are things that are verified. Sure, well, why wouldn't they, though, Trish? I mean, I want you to just, just think about it objectively. You're calling me from Lake Geneva. But here in Illinois, it doesn't matter how bad the failure of politicians are, the moron public will reelect them if they're a Democrat. Now it's so bad that even if you're in the sewer of Chicago, which is chaos, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, it's on fire, you can't even run for mayor unless you're a Democrat. And then yeah. there lies the problem. Thank you, Trish, very much for the call. All right, we're going to go to break, and then we do have the call, 312-642-5600. But I I, I do have Gregory Wrightstone. We did make him to go to a a landline. We'll be back with him after this. AM560, the answer. In the year 2022 in America, science isn't an objective truth. Science is a weapon. It's a paid-for propaganda piece. This is something we all know. 
this is something that we are being inundated with as a fraud rather than a fact. Did you know that in the so-called hockey stick, the climate data, the largest contributor to greenhouse gases, water vapor, isn't factored in so that they can tap it and use it anytime they want against you for breathing and living. That is an inconvenient fact. That's something I learned in a book, Inconvenient Facts, which I recently got through, and I highly recommend that you read it. It gives you the knowledge to understand just how science is like a cro- being used as a crowbar against your freedoms. Gregory Wrightstone is the author of that book. He's also a geologist with more than 35 years' experience. He's the executive director of CO2 Coalition in Arlington, Virginia. And I am glad to have you on, and thank you above all for writing this book. I absolutely loved it. Oh, thank you so much. That really that uh, that means a lot to me. I appreciate well, that. Well, first it's of all, been, in, in the beginning, you hooked been, me. You wrote it for your grandkids because you realized the scam that they were going to be beaten with for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and it, it's it's our children, our grandchildren, and, and and I do want to. We we need to have a few minutes in this interview to talk about the education initiative that we've got going on at the CO two Coalition to educate. Uh, our children about science w- without the alarmism. Uh, I'm really excited about that. But yeah, but thank you. The book's been, uh, it just won't die. It's been, it it keeps stay- staying up there on the Amazon bestseller list. And uh, it's it's uh, been incredible. So Gregory, been, I bought it a month ride. ago. I didn't realize, how, when did you originally write it? It was late 2017. It's still applicable today oh. as much as it was there. It's an indictment of what the, 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 I call it the mafia, we could call it government for the sake of the uh, interview, I don't want to offend you, but uh, it is what the mafia is using against our freedoms, our liberty, and it is what is the excuse to take property from us. It is outrageous to me. And you know as well as I do what's on the horizon is this nonsense cap and trade. It is going to inundate people so that all but the rich can enjoy what you and I grew up with and took for granted, the freedoms that America gave people. Yeah, and let me, let me make a suggestion to you. Uh, take the liberty of saying, don't call it the mafia. Call it the climate industrial complex, because that's what it is. I like that. Uh, they're profiting from this uh, greatly. Uh, it's it, it's my next book. I'm about halfway through with it, but I'm exploring just all the disinformation that's out there from, from otherwise respect, which should be respected institutions like the United Nations, NOAA, NASA, uh, World Meteorological Organization, uh, Organization, things that we should respect. And they're blatantly spreading disinformation about climate change, and they have to do that because they have to instill uh, a climate of fear, if you will, upon, it's not upon, it's a play on words, but it they do need to instill this climate of fear in order to enact their their agenda, um, and, and the agenda is control, it's taxes, it's funding. I mean, I'm I, I'm always asked why are they doing it, and I, I don't know. Oh, I think it's the per- I think it's actually the perfect scam. You know, you have to remember, I grew up in the outskirts of Chicago. And what you learn growing up in the outskirts of Chicago is Chicago is where they've perfected the political mafia coalition and scams to to really fleece the people. And if you look at it from that standpoint, it's absolutely perfect. It's something that can never be validated, can never be proven. Uh, 
It's something that the vast majority of people walk around with, and they want to do the good thing. Most people inherently want to do good, and they certainly don't want to harm the earth. So you take that that naivete, that trusting virtue that 90% of people walk around with, and you use it against them. So you can enrich this small coalition of scoundrels, not just Democrats, but, but, but government apparatchiks. And isn't that really what we're facing? Because in your book, you take on some of the greatest facts. For instance, water vapor. How is it that you can have... Any kind of schematic that doesn't include the largest part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, the, the climate models themselves, uh, they don't, one of the biggest impacts for, for modeling climate is our clouds. And, and they're just absolutely ignored. Uh, the chairman of, our, of the CO2 coalition, Will Happer, is, is actually, he's been working on that for a year. He said it's the most complicated thing he's ever worked on in his life. Bear in mind, he was the inventor of, of optical lasers that can shoot down missiles back in the Star Wars program. He designed the first MRIs, uh, but yet he says that's, it, it's so complicated and they just ignore it. So what uh, does he know that impact. AOC doesn't know? Are you sure it's not AOC who's in charge of all this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> but, you know, she, but the yeah. other thing is, it goes on the assumption that CO2 is bad when the fact of the matter is, CO2 is a building block of life itself. We learn this in third-grade science. It is. And what I see and what we see here is, is the combination of warming. Okay, we are warming. warming let's, let's, let's just establish a few things first. We're in a warming trend. But that warming trend started more than 300 years ago, long before we started adding CO2 to the atmosphere. We only could have added, starting in the mid-20th centuries, really when there could have been any impactful uh, increases of CO2 to temperature, well, the first 250 years of that warming had to be entirely naturally driven. Uh, and they're saying, oh, well, but that's all changed in the last half of the 20th century. Well, no, that's not how science works. Uh, those same natural forces that were enacted that, start, that, that have been going on since the dawn of time are still going on today, uh, and, and, but they deny that. But we see that warming trend it's, it's warmed about one degree since 1900. Doesn't sound too alarming to me. Uh, that, combined with increasing CO2, are, are leading to just tremendous benefits uh, to our ecosystems and to the human condition. And it's just, by almost every metric you look at, our ecosystems are thriving and prospering. And in your book, you also talk increase. about the medieval warming period. Oh, I love to talk about that, and I've got a actually, I've got a I've got a third book planned that it's, I, I need to focus on one of these. But that book will is dealing with the, the strong relationship through looking back through human history and, and the relationship between the rise and fall of temperature and the rise and fall of civilizations. And there were three other great warming periods dating back to the the first great civilizations. About 5,000 years ago, it was called the Bronze Age or the Minoan Warm Period. The, the first great civilizations rose up then. During this period, it was much, much warmer than it is today. Uh, the Minoans, the Hittites, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, all of these great civilizations rose up, and it was a lot warmer back then. Much, much, much history tells us that. They were growing a crop called millet in Scandinavia that only grows in subtropical areas or tropical uh, in Scandinavia, uh, and, so we know it was a lot warmer, and, and and it was it was when it started getting cold, all those civilizations collapsed. It was called the Late Bronze Age collapse, 
and we see that repeated time and time again. The really warm periods, humanity prospered, food was bountiful, life was good, great empires rose up, and it, it was the cold periods that were just horrific. Each and, one of those cold periods was associated with crop failure, famine, pestilence, and mass depopulation. And what we have are a bunch of a bunch of people who are either extremely ignorant or mis using misinformation to frighten society to build that cult of fear and that cult of safety, which will support any incorrect fallacy. But what you do, and the beauty in this book, is you go back to the beginning, to as far as we can go. So when you hear these people, these swindlers, and I I alluded to, to just one useful idiot in AOC, but when you hear political swindlers come on and try to paint this alarmist picture, do you think it's going to win, or do you think organizations like yours, which is a fantastic one, CO2 Coalition, can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt their premise is wrong and fraudulent? We already have. We already have. Look at the data. They, they will not. They don't. They need to silence us. They need to silence me. They don't want me to speak, and they will have no debate, because they know they will be exposed, because we have the science, the facts, and the data on our side. We have the facts that say that fires worldwide and in the United States are declining. We have the facts that say that sea level rise is not accelerating, that droughts are declining, not increasing, that extinctions are in significant decline, not an increase like they're claiming. These these are the, sci- the, the sciences on our side, and they need to stifle the debate, and that's why they will never, ever enter a debate with me or any, any of the other experts from the CO2 coalition because they'll get their, their butts kicked. Do you know how excited I am that you're saying this and that you've done this? Because I am from Chicago. We had a guy who was a blessing to humanity itself by the name of John Coleman. He was the founder of the yep. Weather Channel. He yep. was a scientist on top of being a meteorologist. And he could articulate in a fashion that everybody could understand, which is what your book does. And when I stumbled upon it, I said, let's get this guy because you are the most important scientist, as far as I'm concerned, to combat the misinformation of an organized crime syndicate that is hell-bent on deceiving the future so they could control the people. It works in these Democrat-run sewers like Illinois and New York and California. Look what they've done to the most beautiful state in the country. I need it to stop for my unborn grandkids and yours. And where can the people go to support your organization? But above all, I mean, I want every one of you to read Inconvenient Facts. It is a life-changing, fact-based science book that everyone should read. But where can the people go to support you? Go to CO2Coalition.org, CO2Coalition.org. We've got, you can take a climate quiz there. We've got a section there on climate facts. And I'm going to suggest that something you may not know, we have a, I have a smartphone app that's free. It's got the 60 Inconvenient Facts with Charts. Just search at the Google Play Store or App Store for Inconvenient Facts. You're probably doing it right now. Um, it's it's a wonderful one. That way, if, you, if you're at Thanksgiving dinner and your idiot nephew, Billy, uh, says, Hey, uh, did you know the polar bears are going extinct? You can go, Wait a minute, Billy. Here's fact number 53, and that's what it is, actually. 60 years of polar bear population showing it's Higher polar bear population today than it's been in 60 years. What about that, Billy? And you, you can have that in the palm of your hands. You can show them 
the relationship between temperature and CO2 through time. Uh, now it's you're, a wonderful tool. Gregory, I'm going to keep you on just for a little while longer because I, I, I'm not going to get a chance to talk to you again, and I want to utilize the time. You're also a geologist with more than 35 years of study. Yeah. What are some of the misnomers that have been floated around about, say, the idea that uh, we have something called fossil fuels, which still makes me laugh when I hear it, versus abiotic energy produced by the Earth. What are some of the larger misnomers that you have to combat on a daily basis? Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to correct you. All right, go ahead. A biogenic yeah. manufacturer of oil of, of, of oil and gas is just categorically false. No, just, no, no good? At the absolutely, event. positively incontrovertibly false. All right. They are, they, it is It is fossil fuels, but not from the fossils like dinosaurs and things. For the most part, these are the black shales that we're now developing and exploring. Those are the source rocks for the overlying oil accumulations. And we know, I mean, I'm, I, I, I published the first peer-reviewed comprehensive paper on the Marcellus Shale of the eastern United States, so we can actually talk about it later at some other date. But, yeah. Uh, no, I've researched. No, these are, and it's mostly when we try to say fossil fuels. Are they? It's it's accumulations product primarily of algae. These big algal blooms bloom, die, fall to the bottom. Bloom, die, fall to the bottom. Bloom, die. And this this is repeated thousands and hundreds of thousands of years until they get these huge organic comp, uh, muds that turn into rock. See, I was calling it organic organic fuel, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, they're, they're organics. Right. They're, they're organic uh, mud rocks. Uh, and, and these things are then buried at depth, heated. Uh, and then as they're heated, they first get turned, they get cracked and turned into oil. And then as they're buried a little bit deeper, heated up a little bit more, they're cracked and turned into uh, wet gas, propane, things like that. And then more heat turns that into, cracks that into just almost pure methane. Okay. So it's a whole process. So this is why we have these new studies that come out and we find more and more and more, and they're always wrong when they predict we have finite amounts. They really are clueless on the amounts. You you can't imagine. In fact, in 2008, I coined the term mega-giant gas field because I realized what the accumulation size was in the east uh, for this one reservoir. And we looked at a, a, a giant field is 3 TCF, a super giant, is 30 trillion cubic feet or TCF. And I coined the new term mega giant for 300 TCF. There are only, get the, there are only four mega giant gas fields in the world, three of them in the United States, two of them in the East. And it's incredible. And there's another, there's another called the super, a super giant field that no one's ever heard of. I'm the only one that's written about it. And it's just incredible. But that, all of that natural gas is locked up in the East. You can't get it because of pipelines. The environmentalists have launched a war on pipelines. Self-inflicted problems is what we have. And then here's another thing: as a, as a, with your history and just science and geology and all the rest of it, is it good, say, when we give weapons to a second world country that then blows up gas depots and chemical plants? Isn't that the real problem that could possibly harm the environment versus letting us take advantage of our natural resources? Well. Well, I'll just a second. We need to just just uh, yesterday, the, the White House announced that they had launched a, a several month effort to see what they could do to drive down the price for gasoline. And they went through this whole litany of what they were looking at, and they just decided they, there was nothing they could do. You know what they didn't look at? More 
oil and gas production in the United States. Yeah. And I, I've, I've, our statement on that was there's so much that they could do that they haven't even considered. They could reverse the XL pipeline, 850,000 barrels a day. They could op- open up leasing in the Gulf of Mexico and in Alaska. They just killed leasing in the Cook Inlet two weeks ago. Um, and, and they could, they could uh, there's a thing called the renewable fuel standards that are going to, the big thing you haven't heard yet, it's coming refinery problems it's coming up you'll be hearing about that in the next month or two oh great gregory uh, refinery shut shut downs with gasoline shortages just what these idiots need you know on my on my phone because i have i find this to be very upsetting every time i hear the excuses from the mafia as my quality of life goes down but what makes me smile and i suggest it for you you can download the jimmy carter we only have 35 years of oil left from 1977 just to make you smile every time you get a nuisance text and in the meantime if you want to learn about science and inconvenient facts against the eco-nazis Gregory Wrightstone's book, Inconvenient Facts. He is the director of CO2 Coalition in Arlington, Virginia. He is truly a warrior against the fascism we've been facing in the, in the fear science of global warming. Thank you so much for the book. I cannot wait for the next one. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560, The Answer. have changed and you you know the good news is you can see how rapid the change was from a philosophy that wanted to unleash american energy american entrepreneurialship just the americans unleash us you had it extremely good under just this short year and what is it three months four months a year and four months look at the devastation to our economy and this, to me, is the track that uh, they're going to take advantage of now. We're going to double down on stupid, and this will be the case that for the next three and a half years, you're going to get used to $5 oil. What It could really go to $9 oil. And in the meantime... As the world struggles with rising energy prices and the U.S. is releasing the largest oil reserves in history, the latest United Nations report on climate change has issued a stark warning. We are on a pathway to global warming of more than doubled 1.5 degree limit agreed in Paris. But high emitting... All lies. All absolute and total lies. All self-inflicted. And in the meantime, the political whores go out and... What a powerful group of American leaders. Uh, So as many of you know, I am a daughter of California. And um, as a result, many things have probably flowed from that, pardon the pun, but one of them has been, I have been my entire life acutely aware of the reality of water scarcity. I remember I was, I think, 12 in middle school, about that age, um, 13, when we experienced an extreme drought in California. And I remember watching in the Oakland Hills, Northern California, um, the, 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 the landscape turning from green to brown. And everyone, from my mother, our teachers, the radio DJs, KDIA, <laughs> Lucky 13, <laughs> um, saying she- how important it was to conserve water. The drought in California, in Southern California, is caused by government. Government that valued the silverfish more than they valued the Californians. 
this is how they profit from their own disaster. This is something that has to be stopped. It's going to stop through you, through you grabbing the knowledge and the facts to argue with the swindlers. So you're not in a panic over uh, the icebergs melting and the sea levels rising? And I promise you, 20 years from today, I'll be the one that's laughing. The icebergs, the ice caps at the poles are not going to melt. The oceans are not going to flood the coast. People are not going to die. We're not going to have global climate change that cuts off the food supply. You notice how that all went away for four years? What happened to the ice caps? I thought they were melting. Not melting anymore? I mean, I know Barack Obama bought the seaside estate in Hawaii after he bought the one in Martha Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Did you ever go to Martha's Vineyard? Different me either. That's for rich, rich, rich people. We're not going to get there. Um, but you know how you can get there? It's not too late for you, Squirrel. Go into government. It's really big money in it. And then you could uh, pretend that things are bad and then never live like it. And I remember watching in the Oakland Hills, Northern California, um, the, 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 the landscape turning from green to brown. And everyone, from my mother, our teachers, the radio DJs, KDIA, <laughs> Lucky 13. <laughs> um, oh, get her in there. Get her in there. Because maybe through the dislike of her personality, people will realize the scam that has been perpetrated. They'll realize the swindle they've been victimized by. And then they'll start to do the math on things, like payments for solar panels, the math and the life expectancy of windmills that never break even and always break down and cause massive destruction as they leak, fall apart. The real swindle are the real swindlers. And through then, maybe we can reject the tyranny and the fascists of eco-alarmists and recognize them for what they are, eco-Nazis. Greg LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, how are you? That was a great interview. I love that. I, uh, CO2coalition.org. I uh, requested the book from a library on a loan. I'm going to read it. It was an outstanding interview. Oh, thank and you. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I talked um, over him a little is, bit more than I want to, but I was excited to get him on. And the thing that I wanted, I wanted him to go over, he goes over a litany of, of, of misinformation, of absolute and total fraudulent lies. And then he encapsulates it by proving that there is a, a collusion to do so by exposing the fraudulent emails from East Anglia University, how the data is paid for. It's not science. They're bribing scientists to give them information to use against people. This is the swindle. My problem is there's not enough of us pushing back against it. I, I agree. And I think this is where you, where you come up with a good point. I mean, the climate, the climate issue is going to be another one of those issues where the opposition party in power can try and put controls on us, whether it be masking or not driving or not going outside because of ozone warning alerts and things like that. And I think as, as an opposition party to them, we need to focus on three things. I think the winners are inflation, kids, and, and the climate stuff, and your freedom. And if we can focus, it's like a boxing match, right? Sugar Ray Robinson versus Jake LaMotta, that last yeah. fight where, you know, he's just getting wailed on. You know, I, just, just, you got to just focus on three things. Don't, it, it's, the, it's the chaos of all these things coming at you at one time. I like Everything. that analogy, okay. Greg, but I also want to say, okay, it's like it's like a boxer versus an MMA fighter. 
We want to be the boxers. We're fighting an MMA fighter. Because the reality is right. they prove their lies in their other policies of bombing the hell out of gas depots and chemical plants with weaponry. The whole time using global warming against me and you. It's preposterous. The problem also is the people who vote Democrat are too fracking stupid to put those two conflicting facts together. And they'll bow knee as Joe Biden pays off the bribe of the Ukrainian oligarchs pretending to be a government. So you couple that, we we could fight it back. Go ahead. Remember, real quickly, a lot of the same people that supported the opposition party have to eat, too. And inflation doesn't discriminate the middle class. Yeah, but you and I are the guys buying our groceries with our paycheck. They're the ones that get it thrown in their job title. Thank you, Greg. I went long with you. I'll be back with the rest of you after this. AM 560, the answer. All right, we went, we had a screwed up schedule and moved some commercials around, but I'm going to fit everybody in. Don't get nervous. Dave in Libertyville, excellent point. Hi, Dave. Hey, Sean. Uh, one thing or two things. I wish Gary Rabine could advertise more. I know he can't, but. Yeah. Money is money, baby, but I, go ahead. I've been. I've been pushing him. Good, good. And I wonder if they're working on the uh, electric aircraft carriers yet. Dave, the answer, ironically, is in how the Navy has been providing itself energy for decades, and it's nuclear. The real answer, if they were, if they were really concerned, would be nuclear and expanding nuclear. Why isn't there an option for a nuclear car? Oh, you think I'm crazy? It could happen. Of course, you'd never, ever have to fill it up. You'd never, ever have to buy it again. And they would lose their grip and control on society. That's not something they can afford to do. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. Hey, Lee. Uh, hey, in regard to this misinformation spread by these Democrats, uh, I was wondering if you could check into this factoid I heard. I've heard it said that if you went back 10 years, if you looked at the worst year for mass shootings, a number of people died in so-called mass shootings. Yeah. For every one person killed in those mass shootings this last year, We've had over a thousand, or close to a thousand, people die of fentanyl poisonings. Absolutely, and yet these whacked-out Democrats got nothing to say about the border. No, they like it that way. You know, the government has had an interest in having drug deaths high, having crime syndicates operate freely since the '80s, and it's both bipartisan. You want to go into a business with a future? It's drugs in this country. That's the part that the government likes because they profit from the people who are strung out on them. They profit from the mayhem caused by them. And they profit in the meantime by the cartels contributing to them. That's a big part of the Democrat platform, a cornerstone, if you would. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. What if there was a business that could profit from collapses, could corrupt from bad management, could pose itself to be the answer, versus then realizing they're the ones that are setting the fires, that are destroying the businesses, that are breaking the rules. I remember watching George W. Bush talk about how he had to break the rules of capitalism in order to save it. 
realizing that his father was an architect in some of the destruction. The tone was set since the late 80s and early 90s for the housing collapse in 2008, and he used it as an excuse to corrupt the market system rather than unleash capitalism. That was a big indicator. The ones who really perfected that scheme are the Democrat mafia, and that's what we're living through now. When I saw an article in Mises, the backstory of the Great Reset and how to destroy classic liberalism, I looked into Michael Rechtenwald. I realized this is the same Michael Rechtenwald who has written, what, 11 books? I wanted to get him on immediately. Michael, thank you so much for making time to join me. I know I butchered your last name, but please remember I'm from Chicago. We don't speak well. That's okay, Sean. Great to be here. So you have a very interesting story because um, I've never categorized myself as a Republican. I find them to be better dressed scoundrels than Democrats. I always viewed myself as an American, somebody who liked the the principles of Americanism. As you read through the founding documents, you realize if you believe in the idea of the Enlightenment, you can be nothing but a classic liberal. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's right. That's what is enshrined in the Constitution of the United States uh, and the Bill of Rights is effectively classical liberalism. That is, uh, free freedom of uh, free uh, the freedom of of the market and of course uh, individual rights uh, and personal autonomy. All of those are enshrined in the Constitution, and that is effectively classical liberalism. How did we allow fascists, Marxists, corrupt mafia members to use the word liberal as a Trojan horse to deceive the public so that now we are we think it's normal to allow a bunch of fat bureaucrats to tell us if we can open the door of businesses we built and leave our house to go to family members? How did this happen? Well, it's you know, as you know, the, the term liberal really referred to free marketers, uh, you know, beginning in the 19th, 18th and 19th centuries. And then, you know, liberalism just became uh, perverted through uh, social democracy or democratic socialism. And effectively, uh, what we call liberalism is really democratic socialism. Uh, it is not classical liberalism. And uh, this, this is a long process, really. You might start all the way back to John Stuart Mill and his uh, On Liberty, where he starts to make these socialist moves uh, and starts to corrupt classical liberalism uh, that way, and they just keep introducing more and more statism into the picture, and uh, this is now called liberalism, which is just antithetical to what liberalism really started out as. You've been a professor for years. You were a professor at NYU from 2008 to 2019. Let me ask you, um, because no one can give me an answer, is social justice the idea that the government can wield racism in the name of correcting racism, wield misogyny in the name of correcting misogyny. What exactly have I signed up for, and how in the world did an 81-year-old dimwit get to be in control of the idea of racism after palling around with a Klan member? Yeah, it's pretty ironic, isn't it? Um, Yeah, social justice is really a creed that is disguising socialism in other terms. Uh, Basically, it is the idea of uh, rectifying so-called racial injustices and, you know, using the marketplace to correct these so-called imbalances and to, you know, use the state to direct the, the uh, redistribution of goods. Uh, and this is really what it's about. It's a redistributionist scheme. And even this 
uh, critical whiteness studies and critical race theory. These are all basically redistribution schemes that end at the end of the day. They, they are about targeting whites, and that means majority people, uh, middle-class people, and, and, and effectively going after their property to, to, to redistribute it to, to others and to use that as a lever for power. Uh, because, you know, they gain uh, power by virtue of giving away your money. It would be something if we, that redistribution tagline, you know, it paints that, that failed picture of Robin Hood, right? And then you hear the morons say, Robin Hood stole from the rich to give to the poor, when the reality is the real Robin Hood stole from the government to give back to the people what the government robbed. Um, yeah, absolutely. Are there just too many ignoramuses to understand there is no redistribution of wealth, there's a redistribution of feudalism? How have so many of my fellow countrymen become Democrats and complacent Republicans? Well, what what is happening is they're they're basically, you're right, they're reestablishing a kind of neo-feudalism by virtue of leveling the population to a common uh, debased state that is on par with the third world, really. They're trying to level the the income and the lifestyles and the... uh, uh, quality and standard of life and uh, et cetera across the board in order to bring us down to kind of a third world level in a kind of uh, static hierarchy in which we have no mobility and no chance for rising up. This is really what's going on with the Great Reset. That's what it's about. It's about leveling uh, the uh, standard of living across the board in order to bring about a kind of new feudalism. When you hear Uh, the Prime Minister, the son of a communist sympathizer in Canada. When you hear Schwab, Klaus Schwab, what a great name for a villain that is. When you look at the Europeans and how willing they are to bend knee to government, are you are you shocked that American kids, when you were a, a, a professor, are you shocked that the American society that had that backbone of freedom and liberty and all of those fairy tales of land of the free, home of the brave. Are you shocked at their willingness to comply? Well, yeah, I mean, but it really is a long, it's been a long process. It goes all the way back to the 1930s, as I, as I wrote about in that, uh, the uh, backstory of the Great Reset. You know, this infiltration has, has a long history. It started all the way in the early 30s. And it began with from the elites, actually. They, a certain segment of elites, interjected socialist ideas in every aspect of society, from the academic world, through the state department, uh, through the tax-exempt foundations like the Ford, Rockefeller, and Carnegie Foundations. All of these were subverted from within. And then a long process what they call the long march through the institutions really was a march from within the institutions themselves. And some of these institutions were, were created by subversives in the first place. So, yeah, I'm not surprised because this has been a, a, an ongoing indoctrination campaign that has a 70 or 80 year history. Michael, I think the answer is to figure out who my friend is. See, my friend is not the George W. Bush Republican who cozied up to the scum at Enron. My friend is not the collectivist Republican who sympathized with uh, uh, the Bush Republicans, the Mitt Romney Republicans, who said, look, I understand that 
the bastardization of regulation and rules is what created the housing crisis in 2008. It's what created the, the, the dot-com bubble in 2000. But we still have to have these Fabians in control of society and just hope to be one of us rather than hope to break a collective. But my friend, really, me as a radical capitalist, as a laissez-faire American, is ironically the far left. Those Occupy Wall Street guys who were righteous in their outrageousness in the in the corruption in, in Wall Street. But I have a better yep. chance of, of showing them the answer isn't to turn to more government as your as your abuser, as as a, as someone that's going to rescue. The answer is laissez faire Americanism. How do who is my friend in this fight? Oh that's a great question. I mean there there was an old right that was not status, that was not neocon, that was not George Bush, that was not, uh, you know, the whole uh, cadre of neocons and uh, ex-Trotskyites who took over the Republican Party for the most part. But there was an old right that was that were believers in the free market, that were uh, libertarians, that were laissez-faire. And they got pushed out, effectively, from the, gov- from the Republican Party for the most part. There's a few remnants left, but not many. Rand Paul might be one, and there's a few others in uh, in Congress. But for the most part, it's been taken over. So our friends could be, we could appeal to the far left, except they always, they always want the state to be the answer. And they think that, that one thing they don't understand is that socialism is a monopoly. It's a monopoly over the economy by the state. And so, you know, they have no problems with monopolies and Likewise, they're not really uh, the best people to appeal to. I think the far, uh, the anarcho-capitalists, the libertarians, these are the these are the people that really are our friends. These are my people. Now, have you come up with a nifty slogan? Because you know everything boils down to like six words. Have you come up with a, with, a, with a nifty slogan to get the principles of freedom and liberty back? Or must I always pick my favorite fascist because I don't like my choices and I don't trust the guy with a side part? You don't part your heart of the side by any chance, do you? No. All right, good. I think I think in there lies our truth that you know barometer. We get rid of side parts and we only go back to people who believe in principles. How can we capture these people? Yeah, I mean this is my life's mission now and I've been trying to do this for years. I'd say that the way is by explaining to them how the state is their enemy. And it's a very clear uh way of doing that. I would ask them to read from uh, Murray Rothbard and uh, and others uh, like Her- uh, Hans Hermann Hoppe, and look at these look at these arguments and show show them that in fact social welfare, which they are advocating, actually increases the misery that it's meant to ameliorate. That it actually produces the illnesses that it's meant to solve. That it creates the problems that it intervenes in later. And so this is very clear and it's very demonstrable logically and empirically. That's what we need to do. I know that's not six words, but... No, that's, that's okay. That's but because you're at Mises, right? And I think the hope comes out of these organizations, these, these think tanks. We just have to figure out how to bring in the kids because it's not a stuffy... Freedom isn't about a stuffy a collective. Freedom is about a rambunctious society built from kids who are 16 to old men who are 96. And it's about the idea that there is no such thing as a successful fascism. And we must break it apart. We just have to communicate this to the kids. Right. And, then, and then maybe we could start by saying you realize that 
everybody has sex and you shouldn't be proud of it. It shouldn't be a focal point of your society. But what should be is the freedom to not control the agenda. Why is it that these stuffy, old, white, corrupt fascists have somehow grabbed the idea that the Bidens and the Pelosi's and this old dusty generation is somehow representing Free, young society. How can we get it back to the, to show that the cool people are the Von Mises, are the Rothbards, are the Rands, are the, the idea that you should not be encumbered by rules of society. You should demand representation versus picking a ruler. I think uh, I, think I just came up with my uh, a couple options for the phrase here. Liberty is radical or liberty is cool. I mean, this is how we get to the young people. They want to be radicals. They don't want to be, you know, conformist. This is typical of adolescence and, you know, post-adolescence. They want to be radical in some sense. So we, we need to get it across to them that liberty is a radical idea. It always was, and it is the only true radicalism that really works. Let's get a Kardashian to do it. For enough money, we can get one of those Kardashians uh-huh. to do virtually anything. You get a hold of the Von Mises people, and you come back on the show because you've written 11 crucial books. Something tells me you're working on another one. I love the idea that you're tireless in this war, and it is a war. And the war is against freedom versus a tyranny you're comfortable with. So I want to tell you what a great honor it is, Michael Rechtenwald, and I want to tell you please keep it up and please stay in contact. And in the meantime, where else can the people go, or is it strictly von Mises where you're exclusive? No, I I have my own website where everything is kept, michaelrechtenwald.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-N-W-A-L-D. MichaelRechtenwald.com. You'll find all my essays, books, interviews, everything. It's all collected there. And I like the fact that you were a professor as recently as 2019. Gives me hope. Not every kid was indoctrinated by a Marxist with swag. I really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure, Sean. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. All right. So when's this old rat bastard going to come out and try to take away your guns? What time is that, Squirrel? 6.30. So here's what's going to happen. Whenever this idiot talks during my show, the management here at AM560 thinks it's funny to watch my blood pressure go up. So we're going to air the dimwit in diapers as he tries to destroy the principles of the Second Amendment and Americanism in general and corrupt the entire country and hope you think he's a Democrat versus a mafia member. I don't buy it. I'm curious to see. We're going to have a pool here. I say he can only hold stamina for eight minutes with his concoction of B12, Viagra, and some Geritol product, along with some Starbucks beans, all ground up and shot into his neck, main artery, to keep him upright. I'll take your bets here. 312-642-5600. Because the idea that we're lucky. I want you to think about something. We're lucky we have this buffoon. This culmination of all problems political here in America. A 50-year political whore who's been bribed from everybody from labor extortion mafias called unions to the Chinese Communist Party to the Ukrainians who mysteriously are getting money hand over fist with nobody worried about the destruction to the earth through climate change of bombing the hell out of Russian gas depots and chemical plants. Not even the Canadian swindler can put a bright, shiny face on this, but he can give you a window into your future. His name is Trudeau. Now, uh, he was a drama teacher which obviously makes him qualified to ruin and destroy and rule over Canada. But there's one thing to always remember. Like Raskin, Jamie Raskin, savior of the Democrat Party, he's a peculiar-looking fellow. You ever see Jamie Raskin? 
He looks like a carp without a hook in its mouth. He's got dyed black little afro thing going on. And he, too, is the son of a Marxist like Trudeau. But this is a little window into how all Democrat rat bastards think. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development and the SDGs. Boy, that's a, that's a mouthful, isn't it? That's a mouthful. They're always helping the downtrodden. How does it look? Where the Democrat mafia and the socialists in Canada, how's it look when they help you? Well, it looks a lot like a ghetto. It looks a lot like feudalism and hopelessness. That's what they deliver. The good news is our, our Canadian American light socialists up there, at least when they pick their dictators, they're men. You could say a lot about this guy, but he's clearly a man. He's not like our guy that's about to come on and ruin my show, that old dementia patient and depends. This is at least a swindler who can sell ice to Eskimos. Canada is here to listen and to help. This <laughs> pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This- Bingo. An opportunity for a reset. What's it look like? It looks like Venezuela with mittens on in Canada. Here in America, what does it look like? It looks like all the sewers the Democrat mafia rules over now. It's going to look like the utopia of Chicago. How's it look? It's going to get a little more dangerous because the Democrat nationally are going to take away handguns. That's what this is about. The whole time, never letting you know exactly what their agenda is. And be able to, you know, click a switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in the near term, nor is it with regard to food. Is it click a switch like when they shut the voting machines off so they could steal the election? Is that what he means, you think, by clicking a switch? Or clicking a switch like meaning shortly after he was sworn in, how he destroyed American energy. And immediately set us on a trajectory where $5 a gallon is normal and so paying three times for eggs is normal. It's what it's like when Obama wannabe takes the position, even when he's an 81-year-old dimwit. It's a terrible predicament to be. And the good news is we have great people making explanations for it. And on formula, did the president have any conversations with any cabinet secretaries or the FDA commissioner once he was confirmed in February about the formula shortage before April? I, I don't have any uh, meetings to read out specifically on that uh, for you. I don't know what happened. I didn't do it. It's the Bart Simpson presidency. Let's see what he has to say. It'll be after these messages. Call in. I think I might even let you talk over the dimwit in diapers. 312-642-5600. Let's all get riveted as we lose another amendment after this. All right, so your uh, your rights are being eroded. That's what happens when you put in Democrats. The good news is this divide will only really take effect in hardcore Democrat states. There are states run by good Republicans that will put up a fight against this dimwit in diapers. Go ahead, put on the feeble fascist. It's going to take him a while. He's walking. Like a baby Memorial Day this past Monday, Jill and I visited Arlington National Cemetery. As we entered those hallowed grounds, we saw rows and rows of crosses. Among the rows of headstones with other emblems of belief, honoring those who paid the ultimate price on battlefields For nothing, around the apparently. world. The day before, we visited Uvalde, Uvalde, uh-huh. Texas. First time he went to the border. In front of Rob Elementary School, we stood before 21 crosses for 19 third and fourth graders and two teachers. How many shot by the cops? On each them? cross, a name. And nearby, a photo of each victim that Jill and I reached out to touch. Innocent victims murdered in the classroom, 
that had been turned into a killing field. Standing there in that small town, like so many other communities across America, I couldn't help but think there are too many other schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields here in America. We stood at such a place just 12 days before, across from a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, memorializing 10 fellow Americans, a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, Boy, they shot him up a with sibling, a lot of Botox. Look at his gone face. Gone forever. Terrible. At both places, we spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken. He looks almost whose lives 76, will never be the 75. Same. They had one message for all of us. Do something. Do Just something. do something. Look at this. For God's sake, do something. Don't say God. Don't say God. You're after Columbine, bastard. after Sandy Hook, after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. How about Chicago, New York, New this Jersey, time California? This time can't be true. You need scum this control. This time we must actually do something. Scum control. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. For us Democrats. For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. It's about vil- not about vilifying gun, o- gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. I respect the culture and the tradition and the concerns of lawful gun owners. Uh-huh. At the same time, yeah. the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. You it was just, it was just a Scalia who wrote, and I quote, like most rights, the right Second Amendment, by the, the rights granted by the Second huh? Amendment are not unlimited. Not unlimited. And never has been. Shall not be infringed. There are always been limitations on what weapons you can own in America. For example, uh-huh. machine guns have been federally regulated for nearly 90 years. I don't know. The gangbangers in Chicago got them, stupid. This isn't about taking anyone's the rights. The gangster disciples got them. It's about protecting them. children. The Sinaloa protecting cartel, families. they got them, too. It's about protecting whole communities. Yeah, it's about protecting you're, you're our freedom protected to go to school, area. to a grocery store, to a church, without being shot and killed. According to new data just released by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, oh, they've been on top of guns these. are the number one killer of children in the United States of America. Really? I think it was bad the parents. The number one killer. What about abortions? More than car accidents. More than cancer. Abortions? Over the last two decades, no. right. more school-age children have died from guns than on-duty police officers and active-duty military combined. How about Democrat Think doctors? About more kids than on-duty cops killed by guns. I think Planned Parenthood. More kids than soldiers killed by guns. For God's sake. There he is again with God. How much more carnage are we willing to accept? Well, you're president. How lot. many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough? Enough. Does he mean I in know Africa, that we can't in Somalia, tragedy. in Syria? But here's what I believe we have How to about do. About Ukraine. Here's what the overwhelming majority of American people believe we must do. Impeach you. Here's what the families in Buffalo and Uvalde in Texas told us we must do. Arrest you. We need to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. Oh, you mean like 90s? If we can't ban Columbine. assault weapons, then we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. And in the Navy? In the Strengthen Army and Marine background Corps? checks. Enact safe storage law and red flag laws. Oh, yeah. Okay. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. Hunter got a gun, though, huh? Could Address the mental health crisis. Crack is whack. Deepening the trauma 
of gun violence and as a consequence of that violence. This These are moron. rational, common sense measures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arrest Here's you. what it all means. It all means this. We should reinstate the assault weapons ban and high capacity magazines that we passed in 1994 with bipartisan support. Yeah, that stopped in Columbine. And the support of law enforcement. Nine categories of semi-automatic weapons were included in that ban. Uh-huh. Like AK-47s and AR-15s. I got them all. And in the 10 years it was law, mass shootings went down. But after Republicans let the law expire in 2004, and those weapons were allowed to be sold again, mass shootings tripled. So will those my price. Those are the facts. <laughs> A few years ago, value goes up. the family of the inventor of the AR-15 said he would have been horrified to know that its design was being used to slaughter children and other innocent lives instead of being used as a military weapon on the battlefield. You mean like the children you and Obama slaughtered in Syria and Yemen? Enough. In Africa? Enough. Oh, he's whispering. I like when he whispers a creepy bastard. We should limit how many rounds a weapon can hold. <clears throat> Why in God's name? We should limit how many years you can ruin. an ordinary citizen be able to purchase an assault weapon that holds 30-round magazines. Have you been to the city of Chicago? shooters fire hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes. Oh, I need that. The damage was so devastating in Uvalde, parents had to do DNA swabs to identify the remains of their children. Nine and ten-year-old children. Enough. Do you know how many children this son of a bitch has killed? You should expand background hit, checks. Hit the button, I swore. To be, keep guns out of the hands of felons, fugitives, and those under restraining orders. Stronger background checks are something that the vast majority of Americans, including the majority of gun owners, agree on. I also believe we should have safe storage laws. What? Personal liability for not locking up your gun. The lawyers get paid off. The shooter Sandy Hook came from a home full of guns. They were too easy to access. That's where he got the weapon. You liar. The weapon he used to kill his mother and then murder 26 people, including 20 first graders. Clearly was a Democrat. You own a weapon. You have a responsibility to secure it. Every responsible gun owner agrees. Better get the hell out sure of no this state. Make sure no one else can have access to it. To lock it up. Lock it up. Trigger locks. And if you don't, and something bad happens, yeah. you should be held responsible. <laughs> we should also have national red flag laws so that a parent, a teacher, a counselor can flag for a court that a child, a student, a patient is exhibiting violent tendencies, threatening classmates. Do you know how stupid this is? So that if somebody doesn't like your political views, they could call in the Gestapo. Makes them a danger to themselves. That's what they want in place. These red bastards. I'm not supposed to You shouldn't make me listen to this guy. The Delaware law is named after my son, Attorney General Bo Biden. Yeah. Con artist, too. Fort Hood, Texas. Con artist, Junior. 2009. 13 dead and more than 30 injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. 2018, 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places, countless others suffering with invisible wounds. Red flag laws could have stopped both these shooters. Can Can red flag laws, can they turn into politicians when he asked his sister to buy him an assault weapon? Knowing he'd be denied because he was too young to purchase one himself. She refused. But as soon as he turned 18, he purchased two assault weapons for himself. Because in Texas, you can be 18 years old and buy an assault weapon, even though you can't buy a did. pistol. You don't use that against in me, Texas, you until Irish gypsy bastard. If we can't ban assault weapons as we should, we must at least raise the age to be able to purchase one to 21. 
Look, I know some folks will say 18-year-olds can serve in the military and fire those weapons. Oh, okay. But that's with training and supervision by the best trained experts in the world. Yeah. Don't tell me Same raising morons the age that are arming oligarchs in Ukraine. Enough. Shut your you mouth. Who are you talking to? Shield. Slept the taste out of this guy's mouth. And being sued Talk to me like death that, and destruction Caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. Shut imagine, your mouth. Imagine if the tobacco industry had been immune from being sued. Where would we be today? The gun industry special protections are outrageous. It must end. Good thing you bought guns. And let there be no mistake about them. the psychological trauma. That's inflation the proof. Leaves behind. They're going to skyrocket in Imagine value. being that little girl, that brave little girl in Uvalde, who smeared blood off her murdered friend's body on her own face to lie still among the corpses in her classroom and pretend Imagine she was being dead a victim of the bombings in Somalia. Imagine. Imagine Afghanistan. Imagine what it'd be like for her to walk down the hallway of any school again. Your mother Imagine. Raped. What it's like Those are the good Taliban, though. Who experience this like kind the good of trauma Nazis in every Ukraine. day Those are good in school, Nazis. in the streets, in communities, all across America. Oh, son of a... Imagine what it's like for so many parents to hug their children goodbye in the morning, not sure whether they'll come back home. Unfortunately, too many people don't have to imagine that at all. You fascist pig. Even before the pandemic, young people were already hurting. Oh, God. There's a serious youth mental health crisis in this country. Yeah. And it's elected we have to, to do office. something about it. That's why mental health is the heart of my unity agenda <laughs> that I laid out in the State of the Union address this year. Yeah, sure it is. We must provide more school counselors, more school nurses. Yeah, that's what we need. More mental health services for students and for teachers. More people volunteering as mentors to help young more, people uh, succeed. Democrat sympathizers. More privacy like protection, resources to keep prison. kids safe from the harms of social media. This unity agenda won't fully heal the wounded souls, but it will help. It matters. I just told you what I'd do. The question now is, what will the Congress do? The House of Representatives already passed key measures we need. They better stick to Expanding the rules of the country, to cover nearly all gun sales, including at gun shows and online sales. Getting rid of the loophole allows a gun sale to go through after three business days, even if the background check has not been completed. And the House is planning even more action next week. Safe storage requirements, the banning of high-capacity magazines, raising the age to buy an assault weapon to 21, federal red Cut flag Cut son law, of a dog off now. Codifying my ban on ghost guns that don't have serial numbers and can't be traced. Ooh. You mean like the ones and that gangbangers have? prevent gun trafficking and straw purchases. Yeah. This time, we have to take the time to do something. And this time, it's time for the Senate to do something. But, as we know, in order to do any, get anything done in the Senate, we need a minimum of 10 Republican senators. I support the bipartisan who doesn't want to be a senator small anymore. group of Democrats and Republican senators trying to find a way. But, my God, the fact that the majority of the Senate Republicans don't want any of these proposals even to be debated or come up for a vote, I find unconscionable. We can't fail the American people again. Since Uvalde, just over a week ago, there have been 20 other mass shootings in America. Shut up. All in Democrat source. Cut this idiot off now. Honestly, it is a disgrace. More division, more restriction, more penalty for the law-abiding, more incentive for the lawless. 
This is the destruction of America. This is a fascist, corrupt fraud who usurped and stole the office. This is the penalty for being politically ignorant. We will go through it and we will survive it. States that are run by Americans, states that are based in principles of Americanism, will fight for your unalienable rights, while the corrupt fascist mafia states will hurry to take them away. It's the same old story. Rats will be rats. Americans will survive and thrive. We're just going to have to deal with it for about 897 long days. I'll be back in 21 hours.